Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Ike has said in that immortal lecture, I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today. I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? And you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitudes. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. 
Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. If there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year. From the post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. I see some of you are in a state of shock. The Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health 
This word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. If you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and let it begin with me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on, you know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I, I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Doug E. Fresh, and you're listening to Hindsight Radio.
Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday show with your host, Akeem, on Hindsight Radio, the information station in the nation. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, It is May 24th, five months down for the year, and we'll be back doing our New Year's ritual. Um, I'm getting a lot of... uh, People saying that they're they're checking off that list of things that they had. Oh, so so my hold on a second. Something was on my headphones there. Oh, they're getting a lot of those things first. Before I don't want to start talking and y'all can't hear me. Uh, Is everything sounding good to you guys? Is everything live and direct? And you can hear me clearly. You know what? I have my So, what was I saying? People are checking off their New Year's rituals, uh, getting those things that they put on that paper, the intentions, the wishes, the accomplishments, they're checking them off. It's it's happening. That's why it's uh, good to write down your goals so that you know. Uh, where you want to be for the year. I've got a lot of things checked off. I could do better because I, I got I to really get, get good with writing stuff down more. I'm, I'm going to really get on that. So if you want things to happen for you in your life, you have to write it down. You got to make your vision plain. The Bible speaks about that. To see it in your mind first, write it down. And this is what the whole New Year's ritual is always about. So, you know, I'm preparing for New Year's now, thinking about, okay, what's, what's the next year's goals? I got half of these down. Now it's time to talk about next year's goals. So I know around us we have all of this craziness going on. The title of the show, The World is Out of Control, and it is. People, And the reason why it's out of control is because people's minds are out of control. And there's a deliberate attempt to place you in a constant state of fear. 
monkeypox now with all of these variants, cases going up. They're going to keep pushing the cycle. Why? Because it's working for them. People are buying into it. They're going to keep pushing this narrative on you because you're buying what they're selling. You believe what they say. And and it's not unusual. It's it's almost to be expected because we've been programmed from day one since we hit their systems, school system, their religious system, their political systems. They've been giving us their agenda from day one. And all they're doing is their job. They're carrying out their corporate bylaws right now. And one of those corporate bylaws is to keep their commerce going, their business going. And how they keep their business going is making you a product of it. And what is the product? Your mind. Once they control that, they got everything. You can take back ownership of your thoughts. You don't have to sit here, okay, they got these things going on, but you don't have to be in fear of it. You have to know within yourself that you you and your family is going to be okay no matter what goes down out there. No matter what shortages, you're going to be okay. The ground is still fertile, meaning you can still grow food. You can still grow it. There's, there's food staring you right in the face. You know? And the reason why we have issues is because we have placed our food supply, our needs, in corporations. They they put there where we buy it from them instead of going to the source and getting it. Working our hands and getting it dirty and, and, and doing it. Instead of going to the source, we go to the third man, the middleman who's doing all kinds of things to the food to make it profitable for him, for his family. So if everything goes down and collapses today, there's no need to fear. Why? Why do you have to fear? But people are going to be in fear because they don't know how to take care of themselves. They're so dependent on systems to do everything for them that they will lose their mind if they don't have those systems. But all these little things that's happening are just indicators. They're telling you what you need to do. The market is down. The stock market is down. What is it doing? All those gains that happened all those years since 2008, they're going to rob your 401k now. Again, these things ain't happening because it's it's just happening. It's It's planned. Let them grow. Let those 401ks grow a little bit. And then we're going to steal all of the profits and just leave them what they put in there. So basically, you just put your money in a glorified savings account. If you study those, the stock market, you study 401ks, very few people actually get out the profit of their 401ks. When you look at the ups and the swings, of the, of the the stock market and how that works, they just pretty much put their money in a position in a, in a, in, a, in something that is pretty much giving them back what they already put in. 
Small percentages come out on top with that. Unless you're pumping large amounts of money in there, you're gonna you're just gonna get pretty much what you put into that four one K. And and it takes what, twenty, thirty years, you know, twenty five years to see anything out of it. And most people borrow against it throughout the years. They're hoping for that. But the bigger question is, what is the banks making off that money? All of these billions of dollars sitting in these accounts, they are making. You're just giving their money, your money, your hard-earned money to them freely so they can make more money off of you. They don't have these accounts for your benefit. They have it for their benefit. For their gain and give you the illusion, oh, we, this is for you to set you up for your retirement. You could set your own retirement up if you started a business and it was making multi-million dollars. You set your own retirement. You set your own where you want to put your money and things. And real assets like land, that's a real asset. Like gold and silver, that's a real asset. Cash used to be something, but now, you know, looking the way things go, you know, our dollar probably worth nothing. Right now, the dollar can't even buy anything. It's taken, in some places, almost $6 to buy a gallon of gas, one gallon. And seeing how a lot of people buy big, uh, drive big uh, gas guzzlers, that's not going far. It took me, what, uh, and I don't have a gas guzzler anymore, Um uh, it was like 80 bucks to fill my car up the other day on a non-gas killer. So if I still had my gas guzzler, that would have cost me a good 100 bucks. Easy. Whereas three years ago, I was paying top when the cash was at its peak, 60 bucks. When it was on average, $50. So that's double what I normally would. So just me, my family, we're doing good. And the reason why we do good because we have a mindset of abundance. We think abundance. We don't think about and have the fears of not paying bills and stuff like that. We, you know, we make it happen through our mindset, and then it manifests to us. So it's very important that you keep a check on your thoughts. Very important that you keep a check on your minds. And I'll repeat this every week, telling you guys that. Uh, but it's also good to keep a finger on what's going on. I got, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Gilbert Rivera be on. He's going to give you the state of what's going on with the housing market. And it's not good. All of that blissful, high houses at, the, at their peak and all of that stuff. That is slowly, it's fizzling out. The foreclosure market is up. Up, astronomically. Now, all of these people playing games with their mortgage with this 1099A stuff and trying to do all these fancy loophole crazy processes that people are to, you know, dedicating videos to. And, and these people, let, let, let me read y'all. What's this scripture? 
This is a very good scripture here. And it's Matthews fifteen fourteen. It says, the, the New International, listen, what's the King James Version? It says, let them alone, they be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. And that's what's going on. These people are teaching something to, to, to the public, to people, about how they can do this quick fix to fix their problems. And even the stuff they're quoting is not from any laws. And they say, oh, well, I've studied. See, studying, you can study a lot of stuff and just it would be the wrong stuff to study. They were actually quoting people that are in jail for teaching the same thing they're teaching. So obviously they didn't look that far. David E. Robinson, give yourself credit, author of that book and a bunch of other books. He went to jail. This is what they're promoting out there. And I'm telling you, the only way to your real success is you taking your mind and put it in a success mode. Your success is not going to be in someone telling you how to fill out a tax form and getting rich off the treasury. It's not happening that way. Okay? It is not going to happen that that way you can go get rich off the treasury because they give us and they can take it away. And I know people who have successfully gotten millions of dollars, didn't get any any trouble, but guess what? They got greedy and wanted more, and now they want to take it away. You see? If you – I was just reading. Let me see, because Gilbert's getting on. Make sure he's not waiting out there. I, I think that's his number. Hang on. Let me check. Oh, I don't know if you know he's not on yet. Um, I was reading something up on nonprofit corporation churches. You know, I'm work. Well, I have figured out. You know, once you set up your church, that's him texting me. Okay. Uh, once you set up your church. You want to, you know, go to all of the stores and your, you know, places where you want to do business and make sure that you're getting your tax exemption status. You don't have to pay taxes on your goods because you are in a ministry and you're dedicated to the upliftment of the community you're living in. And um, so I was just going through different states looking at stuff. And then, you know, I happened to read something. You know, I went back. You know, I've read the 501c3 code over and over and over again, and it's always good. But, see, when they teach the 501c3, they always skip to that, that third one. No one even talks about that second pa- pass- paragraph. I'm going to touch on it right now. Oh. And I'm going to elaborate on it when I do the uh, – the, For the so you got the five hundred one C three, but uh, I just just went and read it thoroughly, and I read five hundred C two, 
501c2. It says corporate corporations organized. Let me share this. Share screen, Chrome tab, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. All right. It says corporations, I'm reading here too, corporations organized for the exclusive purpose of holding title to property, collecting income therefrom, and turning over the entire amount thereof less expenses to an organization which itself is exempt under this section. Did y'all did y'all see that? So this is list of exempt organizations. And then it said number two, corporations organized for the exclusive purpose of holding title to property, collecting income therefrom and turning over the entire amount thereof, less expenses to an organization which itself is exempt under this section. So what this is saying, you can set up a corporation. Y'all do know there's trust. Trust are corporations too, right? It can be corporations. But you can set up an entity for the exclusive purpose of holding title to property. So that corporation can go by and take title to property. It could collect income so it can make money. But then it turns over all of the money it makes is over to an organization, which itself is exempt, like a church. They're all exempt. So if you set up a corporation that's exclusive job is to take title property, make income, and then you take the money you're making and give it away to your church. Public money and turn it into private money. That's really what this is saying. But I, I'm going to break this down, you know, further in the seminar coming up in New York. I didn't talk about this in the first seminar. This is add-on. I'm going to talk about this further. Because there's a lot of you guys that already have corporations set up. And you no need to go get another, set up a whole other corporation. You just go get your new EIN. That's exempt. Boom. <laughs> but uh, Gilbert will be on in a few minutes. He just texted me. Car through the car wash. So that's what I'm talking about. That's how you build wealth. And and if you really want to know what wealth is, how it's built, look at all of these big corporations. Look at these, your big names that's making all the money. I'm sure they're doing 1099s, but they're not doing it this, what I call the ghetto fab way, to get rich quick. None of these, these people are trying to do 1099s. None of them old businesses. Some of them might even be receiving public assistance. And most of them, from what I could tell through my looking around, they're, they're, they're on the verge of getting evicted. So basically, these are people with no money, broke, trying to come out of their brokenness through schemes. And those schemes is going to make them have more problems. But promoting these schemes. And like I said, seven years, I've, this, this stuff has been taught every which way. I have never seen one person be successful with that stuff. Not one. 
And even the ones teaching, oh, we still haven't gotten funded yet. We haven't got funded yet. We haven't got funded yet. Every video. But yet they're doing thousands of returns for people, these things. Piling it on. All right, who's out there? We got, uh, go back to, we got, uh, discipleship ministry, peace, Karen, happy Tuesday as usual, Sea King Bay, uh, no time, 714, Daryl G, a Mexican always in the house, J. Jay Butterfly. Um, but anyway. I don't know. Uh, oh, I didn't think he's saying I can't. He's, oh, Gilbert is on. So let's go to Gilbert. He's on Blog Talk. He called in on. Hey, peace. Can you hear me? 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 Yeah. Hang on. I always do this echo thing. Hang on. Hang on. Figure out what's going on. Figure out what's going on. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. How's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Let me make sure everybody else can hear me because I got I'm kind of streaming live here. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, can everybody hear Gilbert out there? You know, on YouTube, it takes time for the people to catch up because it's like a few minute delay. No, I know it has a lag. Yeah. They said they could hear you. Good, good. Okay, now I got to just remember these settings. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's just. Um, all right, so what's going on, brother? Uh, foreclosures, housing market. How's it uh, going? Right well, now? the they went up 140 percent last month over last year, so mm-hmm. it's just climbing and. Uh, the bank, I just closed a million $40,000 loan with my friend, and I'm mm-hmm. talking to the bank, and they're cutting back the loan to values, and they're looking at appraisals really hard now because they're mm-hmm. refi boom. The rates, obviously, in January were two and a half. Now they're up to five and a half. So they're looking at that, but um, I'm still modifying. I just had a call today from a client that refinanced, and have to do that COVID deferment for her so she doesn't affect her credit bureau. Um, I did another uh-huh. one on the nine months. So it's still, it's, it's bad. I mean, technically, if you look at in 07 till now, I mean, 70% of the people are technically late. Just like with the rent out yeah. in Sacramento, they can't, they can't kick them out. But there's so many resources out there. I just discovered two by luck in January. So like I sent you that, $1.2 million FHA, um, I think I emailed you that modification, and that was mm-hmm. a recovery modification. So 
the banks are doing some different things right now, but mm-hmm. still, there's just it's just so many charge those mortgages and play games. And I go, that's not going to work. You know, I'm tired mm-hmm. of hearing it. We've been friends and dealing with it for years, and no one can show me anything. So even before they start, I go, look, you either modify the loan or one eight hundred U-Haul walk away. Because I'm, there's no other <laughs> option at this point. That's what I tell right, everybody right. now. So no discharge. They all come in. Nope. You're not going to get rid of it or show me proof. I just had a guy call me, says he has somebody in Chicago that puts him in court. I go, I can put you in court. Akeem can put you in court. But what is that going to do? Right. It's not going to do right. anything. You know, if it's an illegal foreclosure, yeah, we can do that. Remember that property tax bill? where that guy was talking, but he never sent you the right information. If it's something that we know that they bought a, like that property for $1,000, which I know that was a scam, then, but, you know, mm-hmm. then we'll fight it. But you're not going to beat the system. You know, I had one guy, um, you know, that they're, they're both really good, but they had a referral in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the lady's house went up for foreclosure, and she's at the auction. And I go, well, if she hasn't paid her mortgage and has no money, why is she at the auction? And I go, I can reverse <laughs> it if she, you know, she calls me. And I go, but Barry, she has no money. Oh, well, she has no money. Then why was she at the auction? This does not make any sense, you know. So I go, it's you know, it's it's, it's, that's the part that get me right there. People are going years. Let me just ask you. I'll just make this like an interview. How many years have you seen someone go without paying a mortgage while it was in Florida? What's the most foreclosure? What's the most you've seen? Well, well, yeah. my friend, I've kept him in the house twelve years, but I file injunctions. But that's a legit deal because I have a balance reduction letter that they won't honor. We talked about that about maybe putting him in mm-hmm. court for the FDCPA, but that's mine. But the people that mm-hmm. referred on. I think it's been like four, five, six years, but I make sure mm-hmm. my friend doesn't go into foreclosure because I, it's California, so I make sure of that. But I've had him 12, but I've seen five or six years, but COVID, that two years was a watch, but now they're starting to foreclose. I just had one. They popped right. it in June, and we had all the paperwork in, and they keep saying they haven't received it. So I, I told them I'll right. stop it just to make sure, but... You know, it, it, it's, I've seen maybe six years, I think. I've seen some, unless you're in an attorney state like um, Florida or New York is crazy. So, but right. I, mean, I haven't, my guy, I've kept him there. He's a friend of mine and I'm still fighting. So now I can go with the recovery modification and some other stuff. But there's money out there to bring the loans current. Now there's specific departments right. for that. But, so they'll pay you know, it? They'll pay it? Yeah, they'll pay it. Yeah. Every state will give you um, money now. Um, there's certain guidelines. Um, I had mm-hmm. one that um, you where we have to make one payment because it's the stipulation. There's a certain two-year gap, and she makes one mm-hmm. payment, and they'll give her 40000 to bring it current. She was worth 300000 The bank was trying to take it, and she only owed 68000 And wow. we blocked it. I ended up blocking it, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I go, no, single mom, five kids, you know, no, it's not going to happen. And then I had right. we had to go through like corporate office, is a is the office of office, mm-hmm. and the lady asked attorney, <laughs> and I told the customer, she goes, yes, 
But I go, no, it's just stuff that right. I've learned. But, you know, I'll help the people, but as long as you tell me up front and don't tell me all the issues where you transfer title and you're doing all this other stuff, that doesn't make any sense. That, you know, I have to, I'm going to find out when I do the mod because it all will come out. Right. So, but, I mean, it, you it, know, it, people go longer. They go longer with their processes, but... You know, the court system is so slow right now, but eventually you're going to have to give it up. Right. Now, the reason why I ask is when they come to get help or assistance for myself or you, you and they, these people who haven't paid a mortgage for all of these years seem to never have any money. Nope. To to, to fix the problem. You know, well, well, what are you doing? My thing is, what are you doing with the money? You know you had a mortgage. You stopped paying it years ago. So what are you doing with your money all of this time? I ask that question all the time. I, I, I go, well, <laughs> what kind of know, responses you, do you, you get? That I don't get a response. You know, it's like, you know, and I tell them, well, if you had to pay rent, what would you do if you had to pay rent? You know, if you had to pay rent, they're not going to let you go with rent. I mean, they're starting to evict everybody After, now. But how, five years. how is um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but if you, you're not paying the mortgage, you're throwing the money away. Who knows what you're doing? I know everything has gone up. Obviously, you know, everything has gone up, gas, food, but, you know, if you rent, you know, that you, you can't buy time with that anymore either. I mean, you, you, you can't go to the gas station and say, I'll pay you five years later. Right. <laughs> no. no. But that's the thing, you know, it, the, all of these schemes that they're coming up with, they never seem these same people never seem to have the money to to, to take care of business when they get under the gun nope. to, to to fix their problem. And for nope. some I reason, mean, nope. they hold out hope for some type of nonsense, other than just getting a job or just you know you know working to get your money. See? Oh, I know. No, I hear so, it. I hear it all the time, and I tell them, I go, "Well, you can't pay your rent." You know, how are you going to pay if you have rent? You know, that, that you're going to have to pay that now. So, I mean, the mortgage right. is nothing different. I mean, you're going to have to pay it. So, I mean, process, people tell me all these processes and not one. There was a guy when I first came on your show, and he told me, you know, I'm just a stubborn old black man is what he told me. He had me laughing. And he calls me after every time we do a show, he calls me up, and, you know, and he tells me, you know, well, what can I do? What can I do? I go, you know, we're done talking. We're done talking. I told him 1-800-U-Haul, and I haven't heard from him since. I go, I don't want to deal with you right. anymore because you waste my time because nothing nothing you ever do, it works, you know. And mm-hmm. and he told me, you were right. Everything you said, you were right. I had another And one that's the sad from- part. That's the part right there that gets me. I've Seven years, I tell people I've warned them. And I have never been wrong. Never nope. been wrong. And they come back. And they do it in silence. They do it in silence. They, you know, when they were all flamboyant about what they were going to do, they were loud. Yeah, they, you could do this. You could do that. You could do this. Well, you know, my question is prove it. Show me. I get yep. feedback on my channel. Well, I, it seems like you can do it this way. And my thing is, stop telling me what it seems like. That's not a fact. 
So I tell you, since you think it seems like it works, like go try it and tell me how it goes. And they, they, they well, come we, back we've asked for in desperation, huh? We've asked for paperwork. Remember, you showed me and it was just a court, a court document that was filed. We asked for stuff. You've asked. I remember you sent yeah, it to it's, me. Yeah, but it's not proof. <laughs> no, <laughs> it exactly. Proof. It's it's junk. It's it's some something that they're trying to interpret as a win, and it's not. No, nope. you know, and the they don't. They prob- don't win. I mean, I, I see it all the time. I'm here by the federal court in Sacramento, so I may take my friends and do it. But I know I'll win because I have that letter. Um, I'm still trying mm-hmm. to fight them, but you know, it, it it still the banks will you know will win. I've had to prove fraud, and they still sided with the bank no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I know it gets personal with the customers, but. I ask people all the time, well, where's my proof? Where's the proof? And they all oh, will call you. I go, I'm off on Thursday. Call me. I mean, I, you know, I deliver the cannabis from 2 to 10 every day. I can take calls any time. But I go, yeah. call me on Thursday and we can talk. And I, I never hear from people. I had someone tell me he's <laughs> talked to attorneys and he figured out the Q-SIPs and all that other stuff. Oh, and, okay, man, well, that's so old right yep. here. I'm tired of hearing about Q-SIPs. Like, okay. The problem with QCIPs is this. How are you going to prove that that number is real on that paper? That the person who's selling the QCIP number is not going to come to court to testify on that. So, you know, it's it's not real evidence. It's just to me, I I bought a QCIP before and I looked at this thing. There was no certification of the... Did what was on it just show me a number, some numbers of how much was being traded and all of this stuff. But I was saying, well, I can I can't take this in front of anybody to say this is a fact. It may be real, but in court they want facts, and I can't. I got to bring someone to say that that is a fact. So they, you know, the issue is well, simple. they try it. They try it. I, I've had people even in california try it and it doesn't work i mean other attorney states sometimes you know you'll fight them for so long but one Mm -hmm. that you sent me in maryland they cited she proved and they still sided with the bank she actually had proof of something Mm -hmm. and cited with the bank and and i told you you're talking about the one where they sent her the uh saying that it was paid off is that what you're talking about yeah. yeah, but yeah. see, her problem was this. When she went to court and they questioned about it, she said she issued a bond. So she undid the evidence, their evidence. Because they were saying that, well, yeah, we did give you that, but uh, it didn't it didn't clear, right? They never said in their, in their thing, so this is why people don't have to read and understand what these things are saying. In the document, in the in the court papers, it said she issued a payment and it didn't go through. It, they used those terms, right? They didn't say it was a bond or it wasn't a bond. So she had a hearing, and she got bad advice from someone, right? And yep. the person, who <laughs> we both know him, didn't told her to say bond. That she issued a bond. I was like, why would you say that? I said, let me ask you a question. On the paperwork that when we had our consultation, did I say anything about a bond? 
I said, you issued payment. I said the same thing they said you did. They said, your payment cleared, and you owe us nothing. I just reiterated what their papers are. I said, look at what I gave you and see if anything in there says bond. So why in open court would you say you issued a bond? Because that's what happened. The judge, when she said bond, the judge was like, well, what's a bond? And the judge knows what a bond is. The judge knows what a bond is. But <laughs> they know you don't know what it is and how to explain it. So she trapped herself. So they used her words and shut her down, and they sided with the bank. Because, okay, you put in this evidence that you put, you made a payment, but then on open court you're saying something different than what that payment is saying, that paper is saying. But if she got advice from someone who was – who also is in foreclosure and having won one thing with all of the process they've been trying. See, this is what I, I, I tell people. These same people giving you advice, they either don't have a house or they're in foreclosure themselves. So it's like the example I always love to use. If I want to be a millionaire, I'm not going to talk to someone who is not a millionaire. If you want to get out of foreclosure, you're not going to be able to get someone going through foreclosure is not going to be able to help you because they're still fighting their case. They're not successful. You go well, to I've someone who's to an expert on that. I've asked that for, yeah. to a lot of people. Do you have a house? No. Well, how do you know? <laughs> I do. I mean, I left I left 400000 liquid when I moved to Sacramento because I couldn't. My son, you know, it's going to my son, but. I checked the value of the house worth over five hundred thousand, eight hundred dollar mortgage. You know, it's going to go to him. But I walked away with all that money in the account. But I know right. because I know what the house is worth, and I check it. But it's going to get to my son. So I asked him, "That do you have a house?" No. Well, then how do you know? Did you try right. it? Yes. Again, back in the day in '07, and I've shot you balance reductions and all the customers mm-hmm. that I, that I go. These only work with subprime loans. Everything is government backed, VA for veterans, FHA for like the you know, the three and a half down, or you can go up to eighty five, ninety percent on a refi. Fannie Mae, which is eighty percent value to the house and Freddie Mac, that's all that's out there. Now my friend that I just did the million forty thousand dollar loan was a bank statement program. And I got it approved mm-hmm. at a five eighty six FICO. I've been working on this stuff since January. And got it approved, um, you know, and then done with bank statements. But you know, I had to, the FICO kept dropping because credit. You know, I fixed the credit, then it went down. I did it the right way, but you know, that's that we can go that low. But it's a hedge fund loan, so it's basically they pull the right. money from the hedge fund. But came in at one point one point eight million, and you know, we did like sixty percent loan to value. So it's it's a secure loan basically. But that's the type right. of stuff that you know, that, that I know, but they're checking all those because I know a bunch of rules and regulations just came out last week. So everything's changing again. But with the mods, I mean, I'm still modifying. I'm still faxing. You know, that $1.2 million, it took me eight months to do that damn thing. I mean, just faxing, right. faxing, because they say they never get it. I do the work, and you know I do the work. And I do it, mm-hmm. and I tell people, you know, and I have to fax multiple times. I'm doing the fourth VA modification. The first time took forever. 
the next two times, uh, same customer, same bank, two weeks. First time took four or five months. The second time, two weeks. Third time, two weeks. This time is taking mm-hmm. longer than the first time going through the same headaches. It just depends what underwriter you get. I made sure they weren't going to sell it, so mm-hmm. I blocked because I knew what was going to happen, and I made sure they're not going to they're not going to sell the house. But I'm going through the same issue. I mean, I'm, I must probably have 40 fax confirmations for this poor customer. She's not stressing right. the first time it was, but I go remember how fast we got this done, and now I'm faxing and sending and faxing. It's just they're getting bombarded with stuff again, and that's the problem. Right. You know, and right. there's certain guidelines so, that VA and FHA have. They're waiving right now because of all this COVID stuff that's happened. Right. So what can you do for somebody? They're in foreclosure. They may be even up for sale. What can you do for them? I can stop any foreclosure. It's only going to be good for 30 days, but the modification they're going to do it doesn't matter if it's a government back or a, a non-QM. They call them loans or non-government loans. So you can right. modify it. Um, sometimes there's certain guidelines. Like I said, the FHA and VA have a certain guideline. They're waiving a lot of their restrictions right now because they're going to have to. And there's a bunch of different programs that came out. But, again, you don't know right. until you fax it. But if you've been like that one that I just showed you, they haven't made a payment in like six, seven years, I think, and paid mm-hmm. forty, fifty thousand dollars on scams, and yet who was the one that they paid the less? The <laughs> but they should have paid got it on their approved. mortgage. They could have gave fifty thousand yep, dollars to their mortgage. I've seen some know about thirty, and I said, you know, you could have just took that and paid your mortgage that you had going on. You could just pay that. Well. Yeah, but see, COVID, they, people get sucked into yeah. that because they're looking for an easy way out, a quick fix. Right. And that's why they're getting sucked. That's that's why it's happening that way. You know, all of that stuff sounds good for them, and, they, they you know, they chase, they chase those little things. I mean, I've gotten caught up in that myself, but I got to a point where, wait a minute, hold up. Let me back up off this. This is not... Then I started reading the rules for myself, and I realized none of what they're saying is based on any facts other than no. someone's opinion of what they think is the right thing to do. You see? Well, I mean, so. I'm always learning, and I, I keep learning. That's the thing. You know, we, we've, we've done, because I've helped you personally, too, and you know for a fact, because I still remember when you told me, I've never seen this documentation before, you know, mm-hmm. that I know because right. I always changing i'm always i'm always adapting because the banks keep adapting there's certain departments now that they call that you need to that i just found that out too that you have to go mm-hmm. through going to get to bring your mortgage current so you know the modification right. is just you need somebody to help you because you know if you, you fax 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 why well, i didn't get it or this this got cut off or that right. got cut off so i faxed an email yeah that's the only that's the only options you have i mean and, and, the, and, you know, everybody has their interpretation. I could send it to 10 different banks, and I'll get 10 different answers on the same person because Wells Fargo and right. BFA are the worst ones to deal with and chase. The servicing companies will get it done pretty quick. You can get those done mm-hmm. pretty fast. But you're dealing with the banks. I mean, they're, they're, head, they're headaches. You know, and then people mm-hmm. argue with me about they file – you know, the county, they'll file something in the county that they've changed, like, you know, who, like, say, the new servicer. 
well, that's illegal. Well, how is that illegal? So, you know, you, you hear all this stuff and people say it and, well, prove it. How do you prove that it's illegal? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I see it all the time. They keep, they keep going, well, I'm going to put the house in a trust. Well, that's not going to stop the work. <laughs> no, they you know, keep pushing through. I mean, it slows it down, but it's not going to stop it for sure. No. You know, I'm going to put that in a, in a it's, but it's not going to do it. It's still going to foreclose. What is, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. You're still going to, you know, it's not going to do anything else. So, you know, yeah, but I mean, if, if they help, I'll do it. I mean, I tell them straight up, you know, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So just, and I tell them, you know, now with all the changes and guidelines and they're constantly changing everything. And I learned because I've called FHA HUD directly and VA directly mm-hmm. for customers. And it's taken me two weeks to get through to them. But I finally got the answer, wow. and they told me so. Yep, two weeks. They never answered the phone, so I just brought the file with me while I'm delivering cannabis. Call, 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 call. Finally got through one day, like right before the 5 o'clock, because it was back in back east in Washington. Right. I finally got through. Right. So, you know, and I take calls all the time, you know. I mean, I'm California time. Yeah. Right now it's 5 o'clock my time. So I've, I've taken calls for people that... 10 o'clock my time, which is 1 o'clock in the morning their time. So, I mean, I'm not going to hide. I'll call you. I will call you, and I will fax it. Just, you know, give me the paperwork, and I'll fax it in, Don't, and I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know sometimes people don't always like the results of their modification. What what what, what, what happens in these modifications when they oh, we do the, we do the loan? I know a lot of them is uh, – they just put – they haven't been paying for years. Well, I'll let you explain it. <laughs> you explain. You can well, explain yeah, you better than I can. FHA, I mean, they can do two things, a partial claim. Let's say you owe 50000 your balance is three, Or, or you, right. know, it, it, you know, they can put a partial claim at the back end of the loan on a silent second mm-hmm. at 0% interest. That's what they'll do. Or they're going to modify the whole – through arrearages and throw it in the loan over a 30-year term, you, you have to pay it. It's a government loan. You're not going to get away, so you're not going to get rid of anything. VA is real easy to deal with, especially with veterans right now. Um, but you, 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 you know, they get mad. Well, I can't afford that. Well, you haven't paid in seven years. What do you think they're going to do? You know, you're right. not going to get it. That's illegal. Well, 140000 that's illegal. It's not illegal. The banks, can, can, you haven't made a payment. That's what's going to happen. These are not subprime loans, so you're not going to get rid of any of these loans. You know, you're not going to get rid of the balance. You're not going to get rid of nothing. Subprime, yeah. We, I have one I'm doing that's a subprime, which that one may get a balance reduction because it's a subprime loan. Those you can, you know, that we may have a shot with those, but with government-backed loans, you're never going to get rid of those. It's not going to happen. They're going to, if you owe 50000 in arrearages and your balance is two they're going to slap that on there. Attorney fees going to go on there. Everything's going to go on there. The escrows that they haven't paid, tax, property taxes they haven't paid, homeowners insurance, all that's going to go back on there. Mm. Yeah, so... Right. <laughs> That's the part they, they, I, I think people overlook. They they want to start as if they never were late. 
And then exactly. when they get to sticker shock of what it is, uh, they be like, oh, what's what's going on? You know, they yeah. well, you haven't paid, so they, they they're gonna. I think they call it un, oh, uh, something capital is it cap capital un um the capitalization uh, I think or yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen it on there yeah but it's you know yeah. and everything's government backed now I mean there's nothing I mean there's still subprime loans out there but a lot of those like one I think we may get a two percent which that's what I'm hoping for because it's a subprime loan. So even if they put their rearages at 2%, that's a free loan, basically. So, you know, we don't know, but that's because it's subprime. Again, you know, we, we who knows what's going to happen. So, Right. You know, but All I mean, right, I'm Gilbert, on Thanks it. for coming on. Okay. Yeah, just uh, okay. get the PPA information so that they can call you. Yeah, I mean, you can call me on and, my uh, cell phone anytime. Yeah, at 909-772-1948. I am in California, so, but I will call you back. You know, I'm up at 6 in the morning right. every day anyway. So just call me, and I mean, yeah. I'll help him out. Hey, and I just want to say he's not into all of the fancy process. He's going to work you into more modification, uh, whatever he can do uh, within his expertise to get you good, you know, back in, uh, on track. The whole idea is to keep your house so you have a place to live. It's a lot cheaper to pay a mortgage than it is to pay rent right now. Okay? Just letting everybody know. So, Well, that's, that's one I want to bring to tell cases. you where, where one of them in Chicago, it wasn't even in the boyfriend and girlfriend's name. It was in the ex-girlfriend's boyfriend's name. She got it approved for 1300 a month. I have no idea how, which was rare. But she got it approved, and he needs to sign it, though. But the ex-boyfriend, he wants nothing to do with it. And it was only 1300 and I go, well, how much is it? He called me six months ago, and every, he told me the same thing. Everything you said was the truth. Well, the mortgage payment's 1300 but and then I go, well, what's your rent? 2200 They don't want to pay. <laughs> I mean, that's a no-brainer, yeah, they don't want to pay, period. They just want to buy time. Well, so next time they call me, you know what, there's nothing we need to talk about at this point. But, again, it's like that. Yeah, so that's, ex- that's exactly rents are higher than most, you know, of the mortgages now. So, Right. You know, I've, I've seen people lose their home with a lot of equity in it trying these processes. Yep. And I've sent them to They're you. To- I've sent them to you. They they. They didn't like what you were saying. You know, you're very – well, I think what it is is people just don't like hearing the truth. They want to hear you talk to them about what they think is going to work, and you're just telling them straight up, hey, this is it. This is the, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm good at. And uh, it's not going to change. <laughs> It's not going to fit the narrative of what you believe. It's going to fit the narrative within your expertise and how you can fix their problem. You see? So the right way, not all the scams and paying people to do stuff. So, but at any time, I mean, I know you refer a lot of people to me, but it's going to get worse. So, you know, at this point, I'm going to be yeah, confusing Gonna, I'm gonna pick and I choose, personally so don't either. invest my time in, in these in it in, anymore. Like I'll just say, you have a problem with the mortgage? 
talk to talk to Gilbert. That's where it is. Because um, and I tell him straight up, there's no there's no quick fix here. You you know you're gonna have to start paying your mortgage every month. You just you took a vacation from it for some years. Now it's time to pay. Yep. It's time to pay if you want to live in your home. Because until someone comes along, I don't think it will ever happen, and show me something that they did and they was able to get rid of it, okay. But no one's done that. I'm I'm 100% on that. No one has come and proved me wrong yet. Huh? Me and you are still waiting. Me and you are still waiting for that. How long have I been dealing (laughs) with you? Four or five years now? I mean. Yep. Yep. And no one and we're has sipping. come and proven no. us wrong. No one, not one, zero. So with that type of track record, I mean, I don't see how people would even try to come up against that. Just pay your mortgage and stay in your house. Exactly. Because it's cheaper. Over time, you pay it down. You have some equity in it. Property values always go up. We might go through a dip here soon, uh, which I think we will dip, but I don't think it's going to dip down extremely. I think what's going to happen is people are going to get lose. A lot of people are going to be losing their homes, and you're going to be able to buy homes at a discount for a little bit because the bill comes due eventually, no matter what, you, you know, it comes due. All right, Gilbert, thanks for coming on. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Have a good evening. Bye. All right, take care. Uh, that's Gilbert. Somebody's got their hand up. But before I pick that person who's got their hand up, you cannot get something from nothing. If you're not investing in your face, you're living, if you're not investing in that, don't expect to keep it. See, a lot of people look at paying their mortgage like it's a bill, it's hard, and it, well, you can pay the mortgage, you can pay someone else high rent. One or the other, you got a choice. Or you can live on the street. You pick one of the three. That's just, be happy in paying your bills. I'm happy when I can pay my bills. Here, here, here. Why? Because I'm always going to generate the income 10 times that amount of that bill. I circulate that money, and boom, it comes right back to me. I learned that a long time ago. I, I used to hear all of these people with these fancies. I even tried it one time. Never would do it again, ever. I will not do that again. I'm very good at dealing with the court system, but I hate going dealing with them. So I want to do, do things to stay away from them. I'd rather be out here generating commerce and, and making things happen on, on, on the end through my trust and my businesses I'd rather do that. I'd rather follow the example of the billionaires. That's what they're doing. They're making money through their corporations and their trust that they have set up to protect their assets. You see? All this other stuff, these little people getting on YouTube, yo, y'all can do this, and they get a lot of attention. There's one theory I've always followed. And I've not have not gone wrong yet. When I see our people, people with my complexion, running and flocking to something by the droves, 
that's usually telling me I need not mess with that. Because for some reason, our people have this, this, this something for nothing attitude, and if it's free, they're running for it. If it's something that they can scheme and, 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 and try to wiggle their way out, they run for these things. I know some of y'all getting mad at me because I'm saying it because I'm talking to you, but I don't care. Because maybe it'll wake you up and start thinking maybe we should be doing better as a people. The reason why we don't do better as a people because a lot of people are scheming making up schemes, trying to do it the fast way, the easy way. And we take our money and give it to every other group of people. People that don't even do businesses with us will never do business with us. We still give our money to them happily and cheerfully. But when it comes to doing business with your own people, you want to question it. You want to look up it, under it, over it, sideways to try to find something wrong with it so you not you don't have to pay. Why are you trying to charge your people? What are you talking about? Those same groups of people who do business, they do business with their people, but they do business in such a way that it comes back to them. They do business with each other. Keep the money in the community first. But no, we do it in our office. We take our money out to the community, to other communities first, and then whatever's left over, which usually is not much. The only money that really stays in our community is through our barbering and beauty services. That's the only real money that stays in our community. You can open up a barbershop, you can open a beauty salon, and if you're good, you'll make some decent money. Still not not going to make you a millionaire unless you open up a, a place that has multiple chairs. And I've seen barbershops with multiple chairs making good money, but because of the lack of financial education, those same owners end up still going broke, making all of that money. Because they don't have financial discipline. People want to show off before they put the money away or reinvest it in other things. And that's our issue. We don't educate. We don't read anything. We don't read the things that are necessary to make us prosperous. When I see YouTube and I see every everybody, mom, oh, I'm losing my, I got my kids taken by CPS. I got this. And I've seen all these lists of problems. I'm saying to myself, a lot of these problems wouldn't exist if people just changed their mindset. See, when you see people doing these things to help people, even these food banks, these these uh these 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 things of good cause, they're fixing the symptoms of the problem, not the actual cause. That's why people will continue to go to food banks and all these things open. But a lot of these business corporations open up these, these nonprofit places to give because it's, it's, it's money to be made there because they only have to give a certain percentage of the money they collect to the actual cause that they set it up for. So they can make billions of dollars off charities. 
you know, if I give one dollar to a cause, I think I think seven cents actually has to go to the cause. <laughs> I think that's the last number. It's a very small amount. I could be wrong. It's a very small amount compared to what they collect. Because why? They'll say, well, I got this expense. I got that expense. I got this because they got you know, to pay their expenses to be a nonprofit. So there's money to be made in, in, in opening up these courts. But so what that means is they're really not trying to fix the problem of poverty, homelessness, and all of that. They're making money off of it. Maybe the people on the lower end are who who are volunteering at these organizations believe that they're doing that. No. To fix the problem of homelessness and poverty, you have to start where the Christ started. Where we said you must continue to renew your mind. You must think on the things, good things, positive things. Keep your mind in heaven on the higher things or the higher consciousness of God. That's what brings you wealth, true wealth. All right. We have a, a call of 407663. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on? Peace. Fantastic piece too. Oh, good. Hey, what's that? What, what's Gilbert's show? number again? Fantastic, my friend. What's the what? What's Gilbert's Gil's, Gilbert's number? What is it? All I got was nine zero. Uh, so trying to get. So I sh- I'll put it in the chat too. Um, hang on. Nine zero nine seven seven two one nine four eight. That in the chat for people to get. So that's nine zero nine seven seven two one nine four eight. Right. So you got it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was I was talking to you uh, last week about um, something, but you told me you don't want to get into that. I I I don't know why. Say it again. Uh, I had an issue. I was trying to talk to you about something, and you say you didn't want to get into it. Talking about CPNs? Yeah, I don't talk about CPNs on YouTube. No. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Uh, all right. So um, I guess I'm going to have to call you um, personally then? Yeah, if you want, like, help with that process, you have to set up a private consultation with on that. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Are you in my private group? No, not yet. I need, no, to, get, I need, I need to get that set up. Then we can talk no, about it yet. there, but, yeah, just set up a consultation, and I, we can talk about that. But that type right. of stuff, I mean, everything I teach is totally legal. I just don't like talking about it over the these the public airways because you can tell the truth, but they still give you problems. So I don't really get into that. Gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not I, only I, on I, blog talk. I'm on, I'm streaming this live on YouTube as well. Gotcha. What it is, I, I purchased the uh, the Trimerge, and I had mm-hmm. an issue. And for a whole two weeks, I was unable to um, open up my uh, my emails. So now that portion where you have to um to uh, follow through with, I missed that whole thing. So, so and, and it, it expires. So I've been trying to contact them. So and what do you like? Who- who you, who you, you, you didn't buy a trimerge for me because I don't sell that. So no, 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 not, not, not from you, oh. not from you, from uh, legal, so, legal, legal, 
I don't even recommend anybody use that site at all. I've been stopped letting them. That was years ago. <laughs> like, oh, I shit. Oh, they still around, uh, but I tell people yeah. not to mess with them. Because like you say, you got issues right now, right? So, yeah, $200. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. Yeah, every, every, everything is. Everything is. But um, what happened when you I'm used gonna, that? Uh, we're still talking about CPNs now, but yeah, <laughs> I right, mean, cool. All right, you still want to talk about that? Yeah. yeah. All right, we we offered it. We offered yeah. it. Yeah. So what am I what am I doing to set up something with you? Um, yeah. If you really want to learn how to use that stuff properly, get a private consultation. I can break it down for you. Done deal. All right. All right, boys. Thank you. is the website. All right. All right. I, I, to be honest with you, I just started with you guys, man. So, you know, I'm oh, still okay. learning. Got you. Yeah. All right. All, All right. Good. Boys. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. No All right. Uh, if you guys, anybody got a comment, question, the number is scrolling across the screen, screen right there. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. If not, I'm going to shut it down. That's all. I, I didn't preach all I had tonight. Talking to grown folks about how to handle their business. Stop running for the schemes. And you know what's what's crazy about these people teaching this, and the people that listen to it. Oh, I see a lot of gurus teaching negative stuff about this. And these are the same people still trying to prove it right. Like, what's negative? It's not negative. And first of all, let's talk about negative. There's a negative is part of the process of life. There's good, there's bad, or what we determine to be bad. There's ups and downs, there's positive and negative. If you didn't have a positive and negative, your current in your house, your electricity wouldn't work. It wouldn't work without the other. So it is a necessary to hear some negative. Is that's what they call criticism? It's necessary. Why? Because you might not understand how your behavior is affecting the people around you. And if you're one of these people trying these processes and you got a family, it's good to hear the negative things about that process because you're putting not only yourself in jeopardy, you're putting your family in jeopardy. So that's, to me, good negative information to me. Tell me, hey, man, hey, brother, you might not want to think twice about trying that because this is what can happen and what I have seen happen. 100%. I have not seen one person win in that situation. And I have helped talk to countless of people who have tried it. And they end up in a worse position than when they started. Like Gilbert said, you, you, you get so many years behind, and then when, they, when he finally comes in and swoop in and help with the foreclosure, get you back where you can start making payments again, it, it, numbers don't look good. I've seen some okay, and I've seen some like crazy. I guess it depends on where you live and what the situation is. Everybody's situation is different. But 
here it is. Still have a place to live. And you have to be responsible and take a hit that, hey, you know, I tried something and it didn't work out. And be own up to that. You gambled like like Las Vegas. You went to the crap machine and it, 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 you crapped out. Snake eyes. It's a lesson learned. We all make mistakes, or we all make decisions that don't work out for the best. When you hear a person like me get on who's in this information for long and telling you, do not do that, I'm not telling you because I don't know anything. I'm telling you that because I know a lot, and I've seen people lose all the time with that. And 99% of the time, the situation was worse than when it was when they started from. So it's up to you. All right, everybody. Um, let's see, no more hands up. Nobody's. Uh, if you want to say something, you got to press that one button. Okay, one. I saw a new caller on there, but I guess not. Well, with that being said, um, I'm going to. Oh, you know what? I, I forgot to say, uh, seminar coming up. <laughs> I didn't even. I had to pitch up there to even talk about it. Here it is. The seminar is Sunday, July 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, we're going to be talking about religious nonprofit, unincorporated associations, religious trust, religious exemption, asset protection, student loan debt elimination. Going to touch on that. Donation three fifty, online or at the door. Um, it's at two forty dash oh eight one thirty fifth Avenue, Rosedale, New York one one four two two. That's actually Queens, Queens, uh, New York. Um, also, for all my premium members, I have set aside a twenty percent discount for you guys. If you go into the premium membership. In the membership area, oh, the code is there. So go and log in, and the code is there, and you get your 20% off. Yeah. And uh, for non-members, I'm going to probably give you all a uh, This is going to definitely be a smaller one, and it's going to be limited, probably to about five people. First five that can grab the code, I'll announce that. In the coming days, get on my email list. Go to my site, com. Put your email there and subscribe. I will send out the code to the non-members who are not part of a code. It is definitely not going to be as good as that 20% that I'm giving the members. But it will be a discount. You know, so you can come and get a, a taste of what's going on at Hindsight Radio and what's being taught teaching you how to operate in commerce privately and so that you can profit at the same time. Um, and that is it. Appreciate everybody getting on. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to everyone. And what I'm going to do, oh, one of the things I, I, I was uh Doing also, I was about to say also, I've been showing y'all old buildings from 
New York. I'm going to go through every state and show you all how they've been, they done took your, 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 uh, your heritage away from you and claimed it for themselves. And then they're saying they built these buildings 100 years ago when these buildings was there way before that. Your ancestors left a empire here. New York is called the Empire State for a reason. And then you can see the 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 the, the, the more destruction of a lot of these buildings. I remember I did a show years ago about that. Um how the the, the Moorish architecture throughout New York. So when you look at these buildings, a lot of these buildings your ancestors built in in then the what you call invaders came in and just took them over. History is is deep. So let's see. I, I played it at the beginning of this show. I'm gonna play it again. All right, peace, prosperity, extreme wealth to all. <laughs> 